It's officially the fall season, and while that's really exciting, it's my favorite season of the entire year, it also means that yoga teachers are juggling a lot of things. The first thing is, what the heck should we be offering to our students this fall? What do we do when students become so overwhelmed by the holidays that they stopped prioritizing themselves and they stopped showing up to class? And how do we, as business owners, continue running a business when we also have to navigate the upcoming holidays? We're going to be talking about all of it in this episode. I'm Meg Sangimino. I'm a yoga teacher as well as a meditation facilitator on the number one meditation app in the world. And I'm here because I love supporting other yoga teachers in starting, building, and scaling a business that they absolutely love. As an ex-corporate engineer and project manager, there's nothing I love more than helping you figure out new, innovative ways to work smarter and not harder in your yoga business. So before we hop into this episode, make sure you go down to the show notes, download my free content planning and strategy training for yoga teachers with an added content planning template bonus that I created to make things a little bit easier. All right, let's dive into this episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. Today, we're having a brainstorming session, okay? We're talking about what to launch this fall and how to prepare for the upcoming holidays. Not just ourselves as business owners, right? We always wanna make sure that we are planning time off to spend time with our families, to rest, to recover, but also how can we be supporting our students in the fall? I get asked a lot, you know, should I even launch something in the fall? Because I just know that people are gonna fall off you know, in late November, in December, and even into the new year. I have found that in the fall, it's really a good time to be planting seeds. People don't really want to commit to big, giant programs or retreats because then they have to navigate around their holiday plans. It's a good time to be launching workshops, series, smaller, which doesn't necessarily mean less profitable, but maybe smaller in duration so that when the new year's rush hits us. They're looking to us when they're actually ready, motivated, and they have the energy and the time to actually dive into their yoga and their meditation practice. I like to think of it as any other business. So a product-based business has different seasons than us yoga teachers. We are service-based business. Product-based businesses are planting those seeds in the summer because people are doing their holiday shopping in the fall and then in the winter. So in the summer, they're out there networking, getting people onto their email list. They're out there at local markets, getting people to try, test out their products so that whenever those customers, those consumers sit down to shop for the holidays, those product-based businesses are top of mind for those people. So how can we relate that to our business as a service-based business? Our busy season is the new year. The holidays is not when people are signing up for private yoga necessarily, but whenever they set their New Year's resolutions, you know, on January 1st, January 2nd, and they're like, I'm finally going to commit to a consistent yoga practice this year, that's when they're thinking about finally diving into private yoga, yoga programs, courses, memberships, even signing up and committing to retreats. So the fall season is when we are planting those seeds and we are becoming top of mind for those potential clients who are going to have that rush of motivation and energy in the new year. 
So we're going to talk about all of that today, but I want to note something. Okay, so if I've lost you, come back to me. The number one thing I recommend really, really diving into in the fall is supporting your current students and clients. So the ones that you have now. So if you're a brand new teacher and you're like, I don't have any students or clients right now, you will. So this will be relevant to you. But if you've been teaching for a long time, if you own a studio or you have private clients, now's the time to really be equipping them with the tools that they need to make it through the holidays. This is when our students really need a lot of support. September, October, because we're prepping for that holiday season when we're seeing families and in-laws, friends, and that comes with a lot of joy, don't get me wrong, but it also can come with a lot of stress. So I was just talking to one of my past clients. She went through YBA and she takes on private clients now. Um, And she's actually like filled up her schedule with private clients and she's like, Meg, I don't know what to do because this time of the year, I really see a dip in like new inquiries for private clients. So what do I do? And I was like, let's take a look at the students that you're working with right now. What can you offer them that's additional? Maybe it's something like Voxer access to you. Voxer is an app where you can voice memo and you can message. Maybe for certain weeks throughout the holidays, you offer them a little bit more access to you so that they can step away when they feel stressed and you can give them grounding mindfulness exercises. Or maybe you give them some additional resources that they can actually take with them whenever they're traveling for the holidays. So start that conversation with the students and the clients that you have now. If you're a yoga studio owner, what can you add into your schedule that would really support your students during the holidays, during the fall season? So that's number one. That's really a really important thing to be doing in the fall is take a look at the students and the clients that you've acquired already and see how you can support them. But what should we be launching or preparing for the fall that maybe does look like taking on some new clients, some new students. Again, I recommend doing things that are not necessarily smaller. I don't like the word smaller, but smaller in duration. So maybe something that's just one to three days. It can look like a paid challenge, a series, even a virtual or in-person retreat. That's just a little bit less of a time commitment. And this will really get people introduced to your teaching, introduced to your energy. And again, that will set you up really well for success in the new year. So here's an example. If you're someone who teaches primarily online, maybe you put together a three-day virtual retreat with restorative yoga, gentle yoga, a tea ceremony, some meditation, some connection where you can share what's coming up in your life. I honestly just thought of that on the spot, but that sounds amazing. Someone should definitely do that and I will come to it. (laughs) So maybe you plan this three-day virtual retreat and you plan it strategically because you know that in the new year, you'll be opening up the doors to maybe a bigger retreat, an in-person retreat that you're hosting in Jamaica, right? That's a really big commitment. And launching that in the new year is very strategic because people are really committed to planning out their year in that first month in January. So maybe right now in October, November, you plan this little mini retreat so that people can really feel that transformation from your teaching. And then you've acquired their emails, you've had a chance to connect with them, maybe you're connected on social media. And so when the new year rush hits, they'll actually be seeing your content 
for this in-person, longer, bigger commitment retreat that you're launching in the new year. So you're planting those seeds with things that are a little bit smaller. And again, like this might look like a challenge, a series. It really is going to depend on what you are going to be launching in the new year. The next episode, I'm sitting down and recording a bunch of episodes right now. So the next episode that I'm going to be recording is how to build an amazing and unique yoga program or series. So Right now, I want you to be brainstorming, how can you plant those seeds? And then in the next episode, we're going to create something that you're going to be launching in the new year. And since that's busy season for us yoga teachers, in theory, that should be the most successful and the most profitable thing that you launch all year. So we kind of want this two-part strategy to be leveraged right now in the fall season. We're planting seeds, we're leading people to the door, and then in the new year, boom, we have this amazing brand new transformational program that people are going to be really excited and ready to sign up for. Okay. Um, we also, this is really, really awesome. I have an upcoming free workshop on crafting your new year's program. So if you're not signed up for that yet, that's going down on September 20th. So go down to the show notes and make sure you sign up for that free workshop because we're going to be talking about all this stuff and we're going to actually be sitting down and crafting that yoga program. The last little thing I want to talk about here is the fall season. So we're thinking about our students, right? We're supporting our students that we have right now. We're thinking about planting seeds for new students. The third piece of the pie here is considering ourselves. We are also going to get busy and stressed around the holidays. So it's really important to right now in September, in October, to sit down and do some planning and plan to be consistent, to carve out time to be consistent in your content. And by consistent, I don't mean you have to wake up every single day and post content. By consistent, I mean that in some capacity, you are showing up for your audience throughout the holidays. But that might look like right now, you plan out a bunch of content and you let autopilot go wild And your posts are going out, your emails are going out, but you are sitting back and eating with your family while your audience is still getting a consistent experience from you. So if that's a totally brand new concept to you and you have no idea how to plan, batch, create content, and be consistent, go back to episode 114 and I talk all about it in that episode. So in summary here, We want to make sure we are actively supporting the students that we do have. Do not forget about the clients that you have. Ask them how you can support them throughout the holidays. And you might be surprised. They may want to add on some extra sessions. They might want to sign up for some extra workshops. But start that conversation now. The second piece is planting those seeds with a workshop, a series, or something similar. So that people are warm and ready to buy from you in the new year. And then number three is considering yourself, planning, batching out your content to go out throughout the holidays so that you can take some time off. I always like to say that planning content is not just a good business strategy. It's an act of self-care for business owners. It really truly is. If my content is batched and scheduled out for the entire week, that means that I have more time to step away and to focus on myself, which is extra important during the holidays. 
All right, everyone, that's it for this episode. Make sure you tune in. We have a really awesome series coming up on creating content, building out a program, and successfully launching that program. So I hope to see you in our free workshop on September 20th, and we'll see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon.